happy Saturday. Do, 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 do. Says that I'm muted. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hello, hello. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Lizzie Babe. Great! Nice to see you all. Happy Saturday. We have some very exciting news. Literally, like 30 minutes ago, maybe a little bit more, I got a text message from Frunium. And he says, I heard a rumor that you guys are all hanging out, watching, won't get fooled again. And he said, would you like me to join you? I was like, yes, yes, please. So he's going to join us live today here in Twitch Town, our beautiful Twitch family. Uh, some other very exciting news is I can announce our guest for Thursday. Would you like to know the guest for Thursday? Yeah. Oh well, okay, moving on. <laughs> Uh, yes, yes, please, ma'am. Juju would like to hear. Scapa Lee would like to hear. Lizzie Babe would like to hear. Uh, Moya Surfer Dude, absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. Jeremy, nah. Typical Jeremy. Jeremy San. <laughs> so, uh, we, I'm over the moon to uh, announce that the next amazing guest joining us, if you hear weird noises outside, it's because Jed got his special uh, add-on from uh, Vader's vault for his lightsaber. So he's out there with his saw or something, I hope it's him, not Skywalker, attaching his new bits and pieces to his lightsaber. It's very, very all, all action here. Anyway, back to our sensational guest that will be joining us on Thursday the awesome Rod Roddenberry. Yay! He's a very, very dear friend and an inspiration to us all. And uh, he's going to tell us all about his latest adventures. And uh, yeah, it's going to be very, very exciting. Yes, Rod Roddenberry, that is correct. Eugene Roddenberry's beautiful son will be joining us on Thursday. So please share the word uh, far and near. And uh, yeah, it's going to be very, very cool. How trekky. I know we've got to go all trekky. We have to disguise ourselves as trekkies. Uh, so uh, let's get Ricky in and uh, he's waiting patiently on Zoom. I'm going to send him lots and lots of love for joining us today. All very special. Uh, we're going to experiment. It's going to be a bit tricky for us because we are going to, he's going to play the episode on his end, but it's going to be a little bit jumpy because uh, it's coming through a shared screen. So we're watching uh, episode Won't Get Fooled Again in season two. Ricky Manning is the writer for the episode uh, and he's going to be playing it on his end. So if you have it on your DVDs or Amazon Prime, get it ready because we're going to be starting really soon. Okay, let's bring Ricky into the room. Do, do, do. Ricky Manning. Uh, hello. Hello, Gigi. Hello, Mr. Frunium. How are you? I'm good. Hello, Cleveland. Hello. <laughs> Everyone's like zooming Frunium. Yeah. Zeus, 
Zoomfroon. Zoomfroon. They're all very excited that you could join us. I was just explaining to them, Ricky, that we're going to be playing it from your end. Pardon the expression. And uh, they That's might where it came be... from. <laughs> exactly. There might be a little bit of a little bit of a jumpy McJumperson, but it's it's all, all going to be good because we're it's all a, a new experience for us all. So, what's been happening in your world? Not a whole lot. Uh, still staying staying safe, staying home. Um, you know, renovating the house, taking care of the plants, bothering the cats, that sort of thing. Okay. Prepping a prepping a class. I'm supposed to be teaching another class starting a week from today. Uh, Wait, at tell it. UCLA Extension. What class? What class? I want to hear more, please. This is a this is this one's called writing a one hour pilot in a month. Uh, oh. It's basically uh, it's actually two part. It's a two part course. You could take either or both. And the first part, which basically spans July, uh, we meet three hours a day on the weekends, Saturday and Sunday. So uh, ten meetings. Well, nine meetings because we take off on the fourth. And basically, you come in with an idea and for a television series pilot and we talk through the uh, you know what refine the idea try and develop it with you help you figure out what it is that you want to do uh, over the course of the five weeks you go off and break the story uh, for your pilot episode uh, lock down what your series is and then write the first 10 pages of a really rough crap draft of your t pilot teleplay and that's <laughs> part one part two then if you if, technical term. You know, yeah, actually, zero draft is what I call. It. Even calling it a first draft to me sounds like that's a first draft is something you would actually show people. This is not even that. This is like a zero draft. This is the one that doesn't even count, and that seems to free people up. I always think of my first drafts as zero drafts. You know, after about six or seven zero drafts, then it may be good enough to actually just show to somebody else. Uh, so then, in the second part of the course, armed with your broken story and your ten pages, you go ahead and write the rest of the pilot, probably another about fifty or so pages. And we also, you also come up with a rough draft, a zero draft of the uh, series bible, which is just a document talking about your characters, what the series is overall, where the series is going to go beyond the pilot, and so forth, and and so on like that. So um, it's kind of a eh, uh, intensive, um, and that's what it's all about. Uh, that sounds amazing. That it's, sounds uh, awesome. It should be fun. It should be a lot of fun. Wait, yeah, we're, so again, it, we're doing it over the Zoom, so it's going to be like this, because uh, we're not meeting, you know, usually would meet in a classroom, but because it's not meeting in a classroom, and because it's meeting over a Zoom, instead of doing it, you know, uh, uh, you know we, it's, it's going to be 10 o'clock to one thirty p.m. Uh, uh, Pacific time. So that means people from all over the globe, if their time zones aren't too far off, can actually link up. I've got a student who may join us from New York. So uh, that will be, so, you know, uh, one so door opens, another door closes or something like that. Captain Calvin Cat wants to know, how much does one have to pay for said course? He's very interested. He's chiming in from Germany right now. So already it's 2 a.m. in the morning. So we- Oh my God. He's very, he's he's a I'm pretty sure uh, Captain it's is our most diehard uh, Twitcher because he's always uh, here. We love him I very know. much. I know. Yo, hey there, oh, Triple C. You know. Triple C. Uh, frankly, I don't know what the damn thing costs. It's I think it's uh, I don't even want to say one million. So, but, but if you if you go to frunium.com and go to writing classes, you will see my description of it, and you will see links from there to the registration pages at Extension. And they will, they will, I am sure, be happy to tell you what the bloody thing costs. So okay. check it out um, if you're so interested. 
They want to know the, where. The, sorry, okay. Ricky. And um, they want to know where to to sign up. So it's frunium.com, Yes. Well, that'll lead you to the. I. I uh, you can also go to uh, writers. UCLA Extension. Edu. I think that's how. I think that's the bloody link. Uh, you can go to the UCLA. Or you can just go to UCLA Extension. Edu and search for Manning or search for pilot classes or whatever. But. Uh, but yeah, if you go to frunium.com and go to the writing classes page, you'll see this. I'll have a, there's direct links there to both of the classes, which will just Good. save you some time and, and uh, so you don't have to wrestle with the search engines. Okay, and, so uh, everyone go to frunium.com and follow the link from the writers page. This is very, this is a very, very exciting opportunity. I just want to, I just want to be part of it so I can harass you, Ricky. Yay! What, what is the what is the meaning? If my character was uh, just say Australian, your and character or an avocado? And... <laughs> We're like, shut up, Gigi. <laughs> so, do you want to tell us a bit about "Won't Get Fooled Again," Mister? Yeah, just going in. I mean, one of the one of the things uh, people don't know is that this was not a, this wasn't supposed to be my script. Uh, this came out of an idea in the room. Uh, a wonderful, crazy David Camper had this notion that we should go to Earth again in the second season. And having done that in the first season, we all went, what? We, 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 so for real this time? No, 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 it's still not for real. So well, how, how are we going to possibly pull this trick off a second time? And David didn't know. He just thought the idea was cool that Crichton goes back to Earth and that all of his Moya friends show up on Earth as their, you know, as their alien selves. But they're not playing their alien selves. They're playing Earth people. And that was just, David would often start with just some vision, some scene, some bit of character interaction, some anything, anything that just trick, you know, was some light bulb would go on. So, and he just had this thing in his head about, wouldn't it be cool to see Dargo in a disco? And the working title for the episode when it was on the board, it just in, in theory, it was, it was called, you know, Disco Dargo for quite a while. And he was going to write it. But then, you know, the uh, practically immediately preceding this, episode was the princess well the princess two-parter which turned into the princess three-parter so he was stuck he was mired in that and he says wiki guess what i think you get to write disco dargo i says okay cool so do we have any idea how we're going to put Crichton on earth a second time and get away with it and david's answered whenever he asked him that sort of question is you'll figure it out <laughs> so uh that was kind of the fun part it's like how do we do this again and it it, it the title of the episode obviously comes from the from the uh classic who song won't get fooled again uh because that i had to go in with that in in mind is that he's not going to be fooled a second time we're not going to trick this guy the second time so it can't be about that it's got to be about something else he's got to realize and he's going to be making comparisons to human reaction the season one episode where he did get back to earth or so he thought now it turned out to be an illusion he's going to be trying to poke the same holes in it and when that doesn't work he's going to well then what so part of the the game was not going to be is this real or isn't because he knew it wasn't there was no question about that the question is okay given that it's not real who's doing it to me why and how in the heck do i get out of it because i'm kind of i'm kind of stuck in it so that kind of shaped the the, the drive of the episode at least for him for, for john Crichton. uh it, you know put him on a different different sort of a mindset than thinking he was back on earth which allowed him to play the interactions a lot differently than, than he would have. Uh, and it allowed us to have a lot more fun uh, with the characters in the different roles. Uh, 
and people say, well, how did you, and there's a lot of weird stuff in this episode. I think I've already. There's a lot of weird stuff. I'm like, how many, how, how, how many hallucinogenics did you uh, partake in to well, pull this off? <laughs> it was, well, it was written in the middle of the season. And when you're in the middle of the season, everybody's, you know, there's, there's no writing that gets done at the office. When you're at the office during the day, it's putting out fires. It's you're dealing with stuff on the set, breaking other stories, doing panic rewrites, all that stuff. You go home at night and then you write your own episodes pretty much in the middle of the night. I have, you know, I think most of this episode was, the parts I remember are like at about two in the morning, making that second pot of French press and saying, okay, now for the scene in act three, where, so the, halluc the hallucinogenic part was, trust me, that was not a problem. <laughs> uh, and an episode like this, I mean, you, you know, it, it's, it's, you just sort of unplug the mind and you let it go crazy. That, that wasn't the hard part. The weird stuff wasn't the hard part. The hard part for me that well two hard parts one is if it's all nonsense and he knows it's all nonsense and he's got to know it's all nonsense then why did he just sit, sit back and put his feet up and say ah screw it do your worst i'm not buying any of this so i'm just gonna you know i'm just gonna waltz through this episode and wait for something to happen um and that's where i think that's i think that's about the point i came up with the notion or somebody came up with the notion that, that what if his mom shows up you know and then he knows it's not yeah. his mom he knows it's yeah. he knows That's it's silly. not real but nonetheless it gives you that emotional kick in the face the and that memory. that to me was a was a uh, yeah that to me was a, a great help in, in in figuring out what the episode was uh and the second part is okay yeah the the crazy stuff is not the hard part the hard part is how do i make sense out of this who is i have to, somewhere i have to answer the question of who's doing this and why uh so the well the i remember the the brainwave that finally cracked that for me was like, okay, he's, well, we know the Scarns are interested in this guy because we've seen that coming off the Princess trilogy. So what if a Scarn is doing this to him to try and get information out of him? And so it's not about, but it's not about faking him into something. It's not about, it's not like some Mission Impossible episode, you know, where they have the German guy on this that they that they've captured and they put him on a pretend submarine to make it to make him think he's actually on a U-boat, and then he coughs up the serial number of the of the Swiss bank account. It's not about that. It's about just, it, it, and I think I gave Scorpius this line almost verbatim: "Is they're not out. He's not out to fool you. He's out to break you. This is, we're trying. To, he's trying to drive you out of your mind." It's like, well, okay, now that that kind of made sense out of it. That 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 put it in the in the uh, that gave it a framework that I could then use. Uh, and as you'll see when you get to the epi when we when we do the episode, finally, it's it's I think at the end of Act Three, uh, when Scorpius shows up. And again, I was dealing with a real Scorpius and a false Scorpius to make this thing completely confusing. Uh, when Scorpius shows up in the hospital room, and there's a long scene, it's like three, four, five pages scene of Scorpius and and uh, Crichton, where Scorpius is basically finally, finally now explaining the entire plot of the episode, explaining straight out, explaining what's going on. And Rowan Woods, the wonderful director of this of this episode, sort of he was worried about that scene because it's going to be a talky scene, and I, you know. Yeah, and I said, Rowan, I think by the end of Act 3, with all the stuff that we're throwing at the audience to this point, I think by the end of Act 3, everybody's going to want to just sit down, take a breath, and would somebody please tell me what the hell's going on? And I also, you know, it's it's Ben Browder and Wayne Pygram playing a scene together. They can play. Yes. You know, they, they can, like a they Breaking can, Bad they can, scene. Just they let can it go. Read, yeah, exactly. They can, read, they can read a 20 page phone book to each other for, for you know, and that, it'll be compelling. It'll, it'll be working. But, <laughs> but even then, Rowan was still a little nervous about it. So you'll notice when we get to that scene, I'll just plug it for you right now. Uh, when when Scorpius is saying, well, you know, about the, you know, you, the, you've got your pulse pistol. You, in the real world, you've got a pulse pistol at your side because the scar hasn't disarmed you, uh, blah, blah, blah. 
and it was Rowan's idea that Scorpius goes to the, because we're in the hospital room set, and Scorpius goes to the, and points to the x-ray, you know, the reader, the x-ray light box on the wall, and up comes a picture of the scar, and up comes a picture of the, of the pulse pistol with, with an x through it. So, where the, so Rowan was trying to find visual things to play in that scene, so it just wasn't really two people, you know, just two talking heads. Um, uh, and I have to, I, you know, I got, I got to give everybody shouts right now before I forget. It was like Rowan did a, a just, just, just had a, such a ball with his bloody up, and he just, he sunk his teeth into it. He totally got it. Uh, you know, he was adding stuff. Everybody was adding stuff. Uh, you'll see Claudia at one point wearing these ginormous rollers in her hair. Yeah, so that wasn't scripted. That was not scripted. That was, you know, that was just uh, this, something Claude threw, and it was like, yeah, well, yeah, they, they put. I'm in these every morning in makeup. Why don't I just keep yes. them in and wear them yes. on the set? Uh, things like that. You know? uh, so everybody, everybody just caught the flavor of it. Just had a, I, mean, I, I can't McCord. I think because it, it just just plays the plays it straight so wonderfully in this episode. It's, it's just everybody's just having a grand time. And I love mm. Grace. Lani's work is so good because he's American too mm. in this. He's decided to be. Yeah, he's like, playing an American cop. He, you know? he, he decided. <laughs> Did he was that his choice to be American or did, was it specified? I don't he think really it was, again. I don't think it was specified, but it just I love it. We're just all like playing dress we're up. We're supposed to be in Florida, so what the heck, you know? <laughs> it's so good, and I don't know whether you had uh, Zan and Chiana kissing. Did you? I, I did, don't think. Did we I throw that in there? I feel like I'd have to look at the a... script. I know. I mean, I had the setup. I had everybody there. I I had the three women being seductive to the yes. know, to, to the to the tied down Crichton. I think well, it even I don't remember ourselves. writing any details. I think I was I think I just said, they'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> I took the DK approach. They'll figure it out. And then it's like and again seeing see it was so much fun seeing dailies on this thing because you know You're like, what? Yeah, as, as weird as it was, everybody jumped in and made it even weirder, which was which was just wonderful. <laughs> just just perfect. Yeah, that's that's such a that's such a wonderful scene, you know. Yeah, I'm pretty um, sure I remember turning around to Ginny and her face was there and my face was there and we're like, Oh, we yeah, give a kiss and then it turned into a little bit of a yeah. Tongue on tongue moment. We're like, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 right, carry on. Worked, it worked, worked really nice. It was sort of totally in character, given everything else that was going on. I mean, it is Crichton's dream, right? Oh no, I suppose it's the Scarron yeah. screwing with him. So, well, yeah, well that when that was part of the question, you know, is are these? Because some people got really upset because there's a there's a scene with the later the last scene, not the you know, there's one later scene with Crichton and his mom, which got everybody. Not the Oof. not the one where in the bar, which where oh she the died. Oedipus one. The Oedipus scene is that uh, we had a couple of brains explode on that scene, and you know, really, like, you can't tell me that John has. And it's not about what John has in his head; it's about things that are being thrown at him. You know, and we, there was yes. a big debate among the fans. Is, you know, is are we supposed to believe that this is what John wants, or this is some on sub subconscious level, or well, you know, hey, you can that can be an interpretation, or or it could just be the scar and it's just rooting through the uh, you know the attic of your head, just pulling stuff out and throwing at you to see what yes, to see what's going to happen. Good. Well, that's a good thing. You got them really mm. riled up. So that's like mm -hmm. the biggest compliment ever, right? That people yeah. got like a, a, a really upset. <laughs> oh, I need, oh, I need to tell everybody this about, uh, we did rile up one person really a lot. I'm an old hack TV writer. And I know if I want to say something 10 times in a script, you know, I want to use a swear word 10 times, I better put it in 30 times. Because the network will then say, no, you can't do 30. And I'll say, well, how about 10? And then, I'm, you know, so I, you always put in more than you think you're going to get away with, you know, something you do with, with budget and with action scenes and whatever. I'm going to ask for more than I can. I know I'm going to, I'm not going to get all this stuff, but if I don't aim high, I, you know, then I can negotiate down to something reasonable. 
So I didn't even I didn't think about censorship at all when I was writing this thing. I just threw everything against the wall. I said, yeah, some of this is I'm sure some of this is going to go away. I'm sure sci-fi is going to come down like a ton of bricks on some of this stuff. And we sent it all off and we waited. And then sci-fi got the script and they sent a note back from standards of practices. And the note said, uh, uh, love the script. Uh, at the end of the show, when the blah, blah, blah's brain blows up, we, we don't want to see like brain matter running down the walls. That was it. That was sci-fi's That was it, one note. note. One note. And I called up Rowan and said, Rowan, were you going to have scarred brains on the wall at the end? No. Okay, then fine. You can shoot everything else in the script as written. They don't have a problem with it. And sci-fi didn't have, had no problem with it at all. The BBC, however, oh. BBC, not so much. Uh. BBC, <laughs> which I think I think the BBC was already a little exercised because of uh, you and Dargo's uh, uh, happy scenes in the Princess trilogy. Oh, oh. I think they may have had a little problem with some of that, so they were already sensitized. And when they got this episode in their laps, my bad, their heads <laughs> came off entirely. And it was too late to do anything because you know, here we yeah, they delivered the print. Here it is. Here's our movie. You know. There you go. And the BBC cut two minutes out of this episode, just chopped it out, just chopped it out, oh, left no. and right. They, so I, I we really we triggered a censor over there, and they they were just you know, they they went they just went crazy like all right two minutes gone, and so the episode I mean you know you could say it doesn't make sense now, but it makes even less sense with two minutes gone, and they were cutting things out that you know. Uh, there's, a, oh, there's one shot in the episode uh, reprising a shot from the princess thing where with Scorpius sticking the spike in John's ear from the Aurora chair. Uh, and that same piece of film, we use that same clip in this episode and the BBC cut it out. So, you've seen this already, guys. This was in the previous. This was in last week's episode. And they, and they cut. And they cut it out. And they cut it out. Yes, yeah. like, they were just. They were just mad. They were just. They were just ticked off. So yeah, I, somewhere I have it. And some fan made a list of all the differences between the UK cut version and the uh, and the American version and the US version. And uh, it's it's like, wow, wow. You know. So it's like, well, UK folks, buy the DVDs and see the see the final uncut. See the yeah, real thing. Uncut version. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I sympathize with the BBC because, you know, they, they didn't really know what they were buying and they put it on uh, for our UK fans before the watershed. They've had it on at like 645 in the evening, which is before the, before the watershed means it's kind of in the time of day when you think children might be watching. So, you know, shows that went on at that time period weren't supposed to be as naughty uh, as shows later on in the evening. But yeah, so whoops. Yeah, so, whoops. Yeah, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> they thought they were getting Muppets in space and whoops. instead they get, you know, they, uh, they, they, get try, they get Brian and Dargo exploring the vagaries of uh, communications. So uh, what you're what you gonna do, yeah. Anyway, um, so we, we had an absolute ball, but we should probably get rolling. So just, yeah, uh, okay, so I'm gonna start it on my, my other computer on the side too, so I'm timed with you guys. Okay, so do you wanna do the countdown, Ricky, okay. then? Just give me one sec, so. It's going to be a little bit jumpy, guys, because we're sharing it from Ricky's uh, uh, screen, but suck it up. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, going to, I'm just going to flash over it once in a while to, to reference, you know, in case it's thing particularly wants you to see, but mostly I'll just be blabbing. So, you know, you don't yeah. want to, if you can't watch it, don't, if it's, if it's, if it's bothering you to watch it, just don't worry about it. Just listen. All right. All right. We ready are when you ready are. to go in, in five, four, three, two, one. Press play. I'm going to make sure my sound's off. Uh, okay. Good. Okay. They should be seeing it. <laughs> they should be seeing it now. Yes. 
Okay. Alrighty. Okay. This stuff is straight out of the uh, out of the premiere episode, and I think the entire first two pages of the script are are you know, literally cut and pasted from Rock's pilot script with with the notation in every slug line, uh, stock from episode one oh one oh one. So uh, yeah, that hey two two pages less that I had to write. Uh, okay, I'm gonna stop the share now. Now you got me on the screen. Sorry, pardon my front. Uh, so. They all want to know watching. Where... Oh, there's that damn helmet. Oh bloody hell, that thing. I I'll never give up wincing when I see that space helmet with an open face shield like it's for rugby or something. It's like it. Bloody uh... hell. I see, okay, I've so seen it a million times. I've never yeah. even thought about oh, that, Ricky. Uh, they also, yes, everyone's, yeah. Ricky, everyone's very disturbed that you're not wearing your shirt. That you, many comments have come in saying, where you, you're naked. I, uh, I should, I should. Well, no, I'm not wearing my naked. It's not, my skin is not this color. <laughs> but they're not used to seeing you without your Mambo skin it's, on. Yeah, you know, hey, it's a warm day. I, I can stop now and go put it on. But, yeah, but, <laughs> hey, you, uh, hey, that costs extra. You want to see the Mambo? You just go to the Comic-Con thingy. Yeah, okay, yeah. so here's Canton, the hospital room. This uh, this we built. This was a simple, again, part of the f challenge of television writing, part of the fun of television writing for me is that you're really, it's not just I have to be creative and artistic and all that good stuff. It's also constant problem solving. It's always working within time restrictions and money restrictions and space restrictions. So you're always having half of a TV writer's job is figuring out how to get most of what you want on on a budget and one of the questions that comes up immediately okay how many places do we go in this movie how many sets are we going to do we go to locations do we build stuff when is it more efficient to build a room versus to go to a hospital or something so you know these are choices you need to make uh the hospital room you just saw was a was a build it was a it was a very simple set because we were you know we, we didn't think that we needed to you know, it wasn't the case of, hey, we need to make this thing the most beautiful hospital room that's ever been done. We just need something that looks like a looks like a hospital because we're not going to spend that much time in there and we'd rather spend the money on other things. But, you know, that was a case of, you know, and P.S., we will come back to the hospital room because, again, you don't build a set for a one-page scene and then never use it again. You try and get enough mileage out of it so that it's worth building so that we, you know, we spend an entire day of production there. Um, and then we also had the... Um the stadium that they fortunately built right next to us which looked yes. like a sci-fi you know yeah, that, that something you'd see on the to, planet to use homebush bay to use the sydney olympic site uh before the olympics as as basically cape canaveral i think was was a really cool idea so and again that dictated because some of the things that might have been indoors turned into be outdoors some outdoors turned into indoors yeah here's our set uh, a good DP, look, we've got a window, and we've got blinds, and we've got light coming through, and boy, does that help sell the notion that it is an actual place and not just a, uh, a, a room on a soundstage. Uh, that's so good. Uh, Claude here is magnificent. She's amazing. Everybody's magnificent. But, but, is it Bettina Fairchild? Bettina, Fairchild? Uh, oh, that, no, Zan is Bettina Fairchild. She's, uh, this is... Uh, what was oh, no, the name of the? What's the name of the the doctor? Isn't it Bettina, Doctor Betty? Because she calls her Doctor Betty. I've forgotten already. I'm sure line fans <laughs> are like, did he work on this movie really? Wait a second. Mm -hmm. uh, he go. Yes, Doctor Bettina. Oh yeah, no, Jean Kaminsky was the doc, was the was the shrink. Yeah, that's right. Yes, that's yeah. funny. And Bettina Fair. I tried to name her after Gail Fairchild, who was uh, a dear friend of my wife's, as a little tribute. 
but Gail, the name Gail Fairchild wouldn't clear. You know, there were too many doctors with that name or whatever. And they, oh. so I finally, I had it. So I just finally out of desperate. Bettina, are there any Bettina Fairchilds out there that are doctors who could possibly sue us? No. So that's how you know. That's again, pro- it's all problem solving. So. Uh, uh, so Meta Metal Dog Six Six Four wants to know how you come up with all the names. Uh, you cheat, you know. You just you, you, I look I look I, I look at the bookshelf and pick something off there. I uh, yeah, it's it's usually like a half day on every project coming up with character names <laughs> easily. Alien names, it's a full day because alien names are twice as bad. Uh, yeah, and you just try and find something that sounds like it might be the character, and then at the end of the day, you just you know with whatever clears thank you uh, mr Crichton. now we're on location now we have gone someplace i forgot where this is but this is not a set this is on location it oh, might be that it the might be the sydney hotel yeah because again he because he did that in human reaction so i had to cover that base he gets the title in there because i always like to get the title in there uh you know i like like star trek you guys allow the australian accent to sneak in here and there oh, and i like it, yeah. that yeah, yeah even though cool. we're supposed to be in Canaveral, so what? <laughs> yeah, because she's a bit Aussie, the yeah. girl, and then she's like, what are you yeah. doing in here? <laughs> yeah. I love it. And here's here Ben comes. sweating. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, yes, where they sit, that's whatever the hotel was that they built on the Olympic grounds, so that we could get to this room and look out. Novotel? Uh, was it the Novotel? Novotel, no. it was the Novotel, yeah, that curved hotel they bit, built uh, just east of the, of the stadiums. So, yeah. DK. He's fantastic. He's he's an Aussie, isn't he? He's Aussie, yeah. He's Aussie, but he just but he does a lot of American. He, but he's but he's yeah, but he, he's worked up here a lot. He does a, he's done a lot of soap work up here, I think, in, in New York. Yeah. Ben throws it. You made it this time, which is a reference to the fact we didn't see him. We didn't see DK in a Human Reaction. So you know, a little, uh, something I, I had I thought of the line, I would have thrown it in, but 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 then Ben caught it and put it in, and it's just like yeah, that's a it's a good shout out to uh, to what's going on. Bring it back as says they love this episode because it definitely sets up John's mental distress for season two. Mm-hmm. And I really liked, because I'm relearning things that I've forgotten about, uh, that the episode that we watched before this, Beware of the Dog, um, he's starting to have even more intense reactions to things. You know, he almost shoots mm-hmm. Aaron because he's starting to visualise Scorpius rock, rocking up left, right and centre as well. And the, in in um, Look at the Princess, he goes to kill Scorpius and he can't do it because he's kind of, yep. they're already inter, interrelated, aren't they? They're already connected. Mm-hmm. So it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. And this was the ep where it's like, okay, though, among, among my, uh, I didn't have a big list on this one of stuff that, you know, usually you have a list of things you need to accomplish in an episode. I didn't have a lot of those on these, but I think one of them was like, yeah, this is, this is the place where we're going to reveal that there's a Scorpio clone in the guy's head and so forth. That makes sense. Z- Virginia, whose birthday was yesterday, by the way. Happy birthday. Yes. Happy birthday, Virginia. But, but boy, does she look great in the suit. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Rowan was, Rowan was also worried about the shrink stains too, because again, it's two people in a room talking uh never a director's favorite thing to do and there was some stuff we cut rowan tends to shoot more material than you can use so this one was a battle to get down to the running time uh we probably could have cut a version that was about five six minutes longer and wouldn't wouldn't have been awful uh, but uh so yeah we did have to use a, a bit of a scalpel on it and find which but he was a little nervous about this and about the whole Crichton. Actually, I think more the second Zan scene because we again, again, we're gonna put her in the suit. We're gonna go to this place, whatever it is. Uh, let's try and use it for more than one scene. So we do see him come back. And I think in the second scene, 
Crichton starts talking about how does a ship full of aliens become so normal? And I think they wanted to lose that in the first cut. And uh, a number of said, yeah, you know, I think that's a useful thing to have because that's, that's also Crichton's arc in the series of, you know, how does, how does a ship full of aliens become home? You know? And uh, that's, um, that's what we're doing. Flags uh, was, was this, was it Craig Barton this season? I forget who, who the DP was. Uh, I look, but, but boy, this thing's yeah. Well, that's yeah. testing me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. But but look, that's gorgeous. These shots are just gorgeous. Yeah, it's just beautiful. So, was this location or is this a set? Because I was. Wasn't I don't involved. think we. I don't think we built this. This may have been at the hotel. Uh, yeah. I don't think this was a build. Uh, flags. Uh, could be wrong. Or... I know. I know the bar is a build, because I've got a nice picture somewhere of me and Pilot, chilling in the bar. Just hanging in the bar, having hanging, some hanging in, hanging in the bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hanging at the bar. bar. Um, mm-hmm. Flags Court wanted to know, did you all realise Ben was going to take his character off the rails? I think it was like a co- combo deal, wasn't it? Because you guys kind of led, led him in that direction and then off well, he went, yeah? Well, after the award chair, and he gets tortured. He gets tortured in Nerve and, and Hidden Memory, you know? And, and, and Rock's thing was always like, when things impact our people, they should leave a mark. This shouldn't be standard TV where you forget what happened last week. You know, it's like last week I got almost got killed, but this week I'm fine. You know, you want things to carry over. And Ben's attitude was, I've been tortured. I've been tortured. And I, need, I, I need to deal with that. And, you know, so he started playing it and, you know, he started playing it crazy. And the first couple episodes of season two, he started playing it increasingly stressed out or whatever. And he came to us at one point and says, look, I'm, I, I see this character as he's losing it. He's got a, he's not dealing with this. So I'm playing him crazy. Now, if you guys think that's not the way the character should go, then write him back, <laughs> write him back toward that. Uh, and we said, no, you're good, we're fine, you're wonderful. It's, you're absolutely right. You know, his instincts were absolutely right. You know, uh, here we are. Here we are in a parking structure in the Sydney Olympic site. Yes, everyone's going uh, nuts over Dargo. Dargo. Uh, Dargo. He he uh, really he people need to understand what a jokester Dargo is. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Simcoe is, and probably oh, yeah. the cheeky cheekiest on set, right, Ricky? Mm-hmm. Oh, and absolutely. Yeah. He really gets to embrace that in this episode. Mm-hmm. I yeah. found when I was watching it a couple of days ago, especially mm-hmm. the in the uh, the scene later on when he's yeah. trying to do the uh-huh. Dargo bond. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it got to, it got to, it, it was fun to be able to write these guys because almost like a buddy picture. <laughs> and of course, there's Murray, poor DK has got to be the straight guy, the straight man in the, in the thing, you know, you know, yeah, he's the one that does, he's, he's so not in it, not into it, you know. Stick Everyone's saying, I love, they love Dargo in this episode. He's an absolute riot. There's always time for beer. Love Dargo in this. Yeah. Uh-huh. They want to know yeah. how hot filming was that day. I'm like, I can't remember, but it does look kind of toasty in that. It would have been May, so I don't th- or yeah, it was May, I think, April, May. I don't think it was that warm. But Ben is being sprayed down, I think, on pretty much every take. Because that's a story point. He is sweating through the entire movie because that turns out to be a story point. That's something, you know, and, and again, they got that, and Ben played it that way because he got it too. You know, I should mention just because, just because, you know, it makes me look really good. Because why not? <laughs> uh, so we're, I, we're, you know, the script, the first, the drafts go out, letter, and I've got it's a day at the office, and so uh, it's seven o'clock. I'm coming out of Homebush to get my car and and drive home. Ben's coming back to the production office from the set after a day of, at work, and he sees me in the parking lot. 
and he thanks me for this script. That's <laughs> he says so he got cool. a, he says he got on his knees. I don't remember that, but he I definitely remember him bowing. He said this thank you so much for this script. Uh, and he that you know, he just said he was so grateful for the chance to play all this all this great stuff. And yeah, I mean just look at and again the thing I you know, I have to point out about Ben's just amazing I think it's Emmy worthy performance in this episode. You have to remember these things are shot completely out of sequence. He not only has to figure out his character's, you know, how crazy his character is in every scene, he's got to kind of remember that and play it, you know, out completely out of order. So it's not like we start and he gets to play it like a play start to finish. Uh, you know, we're shooting these things all out of sequence. So mm-hmm. he's, he's in the bar today, he's in the hospital room yesterday, he's, he's whatever, and, you know, so he's just, he's all over the boards. This is a really nice set, by the way. I went I went through the set and they they decorated. I mean, the wonderful thing about set people is they they put in all this stuff that you may never actually see, but it's there. The detail is there, and they had posters on the wall for for uh, you know for bands and stuff like that that were. So I kept looking. At, so I'm looking at saying, okay, where do they screw up? Where do where do the Australians get it wrong? It's a bit sneaky. Um, where, where's it? You see something astray? And I'm looking or something. At, you know, yeah. Well, the 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 taps had Fosters on them, which. Yeah, okay, but I never. But again, in four years in Australia, I never, I never drank. I never saw anybody drink a Foster's. I don't think they actually drink it in yeah. Australia. They they just make that to send out. Uh, so that was a kind of a halfer, I thought. But uh, other than that, I think that you know everything was great. And it's uh, not very often that we see Pilot out of Pilot's Den, right? Like, yeah, pretty, no, pretty, you know, we see I mean, him, right? Yeah, well, well, he'd already had a road trip in two hundred seven, right? I think we pulled him out for that for for way we weren't. Yes, and, you pulled him out uh, for that. Was, that. Yeah, that was such fun. It's like, well, yeah, okay, can he take a road trip again? You know, yeah, um, it's really, it's kind of unnerving seeing him in a different mm-hmm. spot because I'm so used to seeing him in his little den, or not. Yeah, and massive. that's part of it. Again, I, I, I wish we, you know, I wish I could almost back up. You know, those of you that can watch the episode, there's a, again, this is everybody on the crew, in all aspects, contributes wonderful stuff, and it is just such a fun process to see that working. You see. Uh, John in the bar and he's talking blah 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 and he's hearing and then there's a there's a you know you hear if you listen carefully pilot goes and he makes a sound that cues Ben to turn around and look over and see pilot at the bongos so you know that wasn't scripted like that but just you know it was just the script was probably just something like you know Ben right turns around and sees it oh my god it's pilot uh but the sound crew just gave put that just had Lonnie do a ha ah, just a little something to prompt the turn and that those kind of little details that people add throughout the whole process are really what makes this thing a lot of fun. Okay, so now we're back with Zan and the thing. Uh, I hope everybody's still reasonably in sync here. Brighton's Brighton's clutching a pillow again. That's that's the actor just finding cool stuff to do. Yeah, hey, I'm on a sofa. I'm in a room. Um, he's, he's got a security blanket. You know? He just does such a good job, doesn't he? Yeah, and so I she... love all the aliens. Like everyone's playing it so straight. You know, like mm-hmm. what? What's what's wrong with you? You know, and it's so trippy mm-hmm. because you. It's so sad because you, it's Zan, and you want, mm-hmm. you know, you want them to connect and cuddle and be in in mm-hmm. in, in, in normal Farscape mode. And it's it's very unnerving this episode. Mm-hmm. Very unnerving. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> oh, there's a oh, there was a beautiful. Hey, you didn't know we built the the shuttle out at uh, at Homebush, did you? No, that's a that's a that's a match shot. That's a that's some CGI. Look at there, there, there it is again. You're missing it. I hope that's we're... amazing out that's there at Homebush Bay. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, um, uh, I missed a couple of questions. Uh, Captain, uh, Captain was asking 
sorry if it has already been uh, answered, but what does I IASA stand for? International, International. Aerial International uh, Space. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think I think they were trying to actually get clearance from NASA to use the name and the logo, and they just they didn't. Oh, look, there's even a little copter in the background on that show. They didn't. I think they did finally get clearance, but they didn't get it in time. So it was just like, oh, we can't. You know, we can't wait. We're just gonna go to we're gonna go to uh, to IASA instead of NASA. Um, you know, had we started shooting a little later on the pilot, maybe maybe it would have been NASA. Who knows? Maybe they would have given us their blessing, but. Uh, that's the things you do in television because you don't get it. Oh, and here we got Rigel in the chair. Yeah, how do you do Rigel in this sort of thing? I love him in the, uh, yeah, in the, in the, in the, in the coat. Okay, right. Uh, did you see the business cards? Logan. Yeah, okay. This, two, there are two Aussie mistakes in this movie. That's one of them. If you freeze it on that business card, there it is again. Uh, it's an eight-digit phone number. Oh. I know. Nobody in the world would catch that. Nobody in the world would catch that. You know? When did uh, you see that on dailies and you're like, oh, wait a second? I just, yeah, that's, that's, nobody's going to blink at that one. You know? uh, <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, then smoking the cigar and, and the whole bit with the cards and whatever, that was, again, that wasn't scripted. That was just, you know. Ben, Ben, Ben. Yeah, and, yeah they're, 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 they're playing. They're having fun. You know? Just, uh, uh, Lizzie Bage said, "Flags uh, on the DVD commentary for this episode that you talked about how deep Ben went with his performance. It's not always oh, yeah. easy for an actor to go that far in their performance because it's hard to come back from." She says. Mm. Yes, oh, that's why we're all he, a little he, bit crazy. Yeah, he, he totally went for it, and that's the scene I'm actually going to switch to it because I can't. You know, I, we, when Ron and I recorded the commentary, uh, we got to that scene. And when you do a commentary, you do two takes of it. You, we did the whole thing twice, and then uh, the sound people can kind of like pick some of the best bits and whatever. But both times when we got to that scene, we neither of us could say a word. We just had to stop and, and look at it. It was like it was always, be sacrilege to interrupt, interrupt that scene. I mean, that would that that to me was a, you know, right there an Emmy-winning scene. But we're not quite there yet. We've got we've got much fun to have. We're having back out into the uh, back under the parking structure. I can do. Homebush Bay Stadium, mm -hmm. Olympic Stadium, mm -hmm. and we also yeah, like, visit this this stadium a lot in John Quixote, don't we? This car park. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, this is where Rowan got to uh, to play a, a character himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won't ruin it for anybody that hasn't seen it. Uh, uh, it's always good when you can kiss the puppet, isn't it? Yeah. Why not? You yeah. know. So, and people yeah. want to know how long does it take to shoot an episode? We almost did. We were doing uh, two, basically two. seven. Well, it's really ten days of shooting, With seven days, over. seven days on the episode, and then three days afterward, kind of on a second unit. So we got in ten days of shooting, but really it was a seven-day shooting schedule. If that makes any sense. Yeah, we were running two units most of the time, which is again logistically an absolute nightmare but mm -hmm. and sh almost again, shooting two episodes at the same time right because we pretty much yeah pretty much so there. yeah and it, it gets it gets very very crazy and you know it's uh, the logistics of it are, but again our production team was second to none and they had no idea that it was impossible so they did it yeah. <laughs> like all ben. right what, what next and here's me shoo shoo you know okay <laughs> back to the bar the disco ball uh-huh yeah we, we did get a lot of mileage out of this out of this <laughs> bar so good. And again, Rihanna Rowan just, you know, Rowan is so nice about using the location and moving the camera and tracking through and 
still yet. And who's there? There's Aww. there's our there she is. The astronaut groupie. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love astronauts. Like, like, is that even a thing? Yeah. I don't know. I guess it is. You know, you know I I could hear I could hear you doing Marilyn Monroe voice when I wrote the line. <laughs> to tell you the truth, I said, okay, this. Oh, I just you know. love astronauts. <laughs> yeah, I, that's pretty much the way I heard it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No oh job. <laughs> There's a lot going on. Uh, yeah. So good. Yeah. There are people for whom this was like the first episode of the Farscape they ever saw, and I'm going like, and you still watch the series after that? That was this would be a this would be a rough one to start with, I would think, you know. Okay. That would be, Mistake yeah. number two, the road. Th oh. There was a wrong side. The first scene of the of the outside, uh, there's a uh, a yellow sign on the left side of the road. That's wrong. It should be on the right side. That's it. That's the only mistakes they made. Uh, reshoot. Reshoot, yeah. Yeah, you could have could have airbrushed it out in post, I suppose, but but why not? Yeah. Uh see so, yeah, we're in a process car here. I think yeah, weren't you doing green? Yeah, we got that. We got some we got some stuff there, but all this is green screen. Uh and again the wipers that's that's the a wipers that's a Ben problem, which is brilliant. But I'll you know, I'll, I'll happily take credit for it, but I didn't do that. <laughs> that was Ben. Uh oh, it, 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 you know how hard it is to find a left hand drive? convertible in australia it's oh, really hard. really yeah really the truck yeah. the truck now is also a right hand is a left hand drive truck but you don't notice it and the so what they did was they put a dummy in the passenger seat of the truck which would have been the left hand side of the of the of the cabin looking out so that it looked like there were two people in the truck although the right the one on the right's got the steering wheel because yeah a left hand drive truck for two shots and that's not let's not kill ourselves so again creative problem solving Hey, we're back in there. There's Here's Claude those, there's, with a fabulous those, rollers. There's those ginormous curlers. Yeah. Uh -huh. That's spectacular. Good job, Claude. Uh -huh. I, I loved, I just love it watching everybody just play comedy because again, they just everybody played it so 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 real. They played it so straight. You know? So they don't. It's, it, to me, the best comedy is when people don't know they're in a comedy. And now yeah. they got punch. Oh, she's beautiful too. Is it? She is so beautiful? good in this. Yeah, oh. uh, uh, she is. She is amazingly good and fearless. Oh, and yeah, Carmen Duncan. Carmen Duncan, and we she lost her not not that long ago to cancer. To oh, cancer, no. and she was like, oh, no. I believe when she did this movie, she was already a cancer survivor. Oh my god! So to be able to give the performance that you're about to see her give in in a, in the next in the next scene or two. Uh, to be able to give that performance, I mean, yeah, that's it's just it's just amazing. Uh, I, mean, I, I have the highest respect for actors, um, but it's double when they go when it, when it gets to, you know, when it has to go to that much of a and look at and Ben is just throwing himself into this. Ben is, <sighs> you see him, he wants to believe it, he knows he can't believe it, he's fighting it. Originally in the script, see, we just faded out there. That means an act break. That was the second act break. Uh, Normally, uh, you know, you, uh, or, or should, in, in the script, at the second act break right there, we cut to, in the script, the Scarin in the Scarin's lair with Ben, with right and strung up on the, on the machinery, blah, 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 and the Scarin working controls and whatever, and the Scarin says, aha, subject is triggered by mention of mother or some line like that. Which, you didn't need it. which was in there because we felt like, you know, by the end of act two, people are going to want to have some bloody hint what's going on or some, it's time to tip our hats at least a little bit. And we may have shot it. I don't know. Uh, we probably did shoot it, but 
We didn't need it. it. Worked. It worked great. And that act, and that out, that act bringing the two of them. I think just that's a really good moment to go out on. So it would have been just. I think it would have diluted that moment to go to something else and to step outside. I'd rather stay in the illusion with this. Notice and notice again. Lighting here. This is a set. This is a set. We've got like it's like late afternoon, reddish. You know, we're going for a little sunset. The our DP, our lighting people. Amazing. Oh, they're so good. They're so good. Yeah. We've got also, light streaming in the bar here. It, they have to light so many different looks as well. There's prosthetics. Mm -hmm. There's a white girl. There's a blue girl. There's a, yeah. you know, a whole yeah, set. There's extras with yeah. normal skin as well. And yeah, it's amazing. But before mm -hmm. before this episode, have we ever really heard much about Crichton's mum? Not nothing. Because he's nothing. always that talking the... to the dad, right? Yeah, I think Ben had mentioned that. I don't know if it was before the episode or at some point. Yeah, that we've seen yeah. mom, we've seen dad. I mean, I mean, we've seen dad. We've talked about dad. We've got a whole thing about dad. We never even mom. mentioned mom. And then so you know, it it's like, when does it? Oh, okay. Here we are. I'm gonna switch to it now, guys. Because this oh is. Oh my gosh. Full on. Hey, the makeup, the mum's makeup is amazing. Oh, again, I mean, uh, again, and you know, uh, uh, and here's here's American. <laughs> not a captain. Typical. Uh, that, typical that was part of the funny. It's like, it's like, who do I get to? You know, who gets to do what in this? You know, how do I how do I assign the role? That astronaut, that astronaut, you know, Lonnie. He's so cool. I don't know who I am. He's so good. And then later on when you see the slippers. Hey, here's the thing. I think Game Night stole your idea because have you seen Game Night? Mm -mm. Okay. So is oh, an amazing actor. I can't remember who's in Game Night chat room. You guys will know it's the who plays the policeman with the dog. And he has the exact mm -hmm. same dog. He's very mm -hmm. unnerving, very similar and holds the dog exactly like how Lani does and I'm like wondering if there was a Farscape fan well, as a director maybe it's a, or something. Maybe it's an homage. I don't know. Right? I would like I would like I would be I would be happy if it were. Yeah, it's like yeah great. It's a, it's a fantastic movie. You should check it out. Mm. And the gentleman that plays the spooky cop is fantastic and the whole time mm. he holds this Scottish terrier dog or whatever mm. and you know and he never puts him down and does the whole scene with him, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, Jackie Cooper is what they're saying is oh. the cop. Mm -hmm. yeah. Let's see, Olivia22222 uh, shot them all in the dead. What did she say? I shot them all in the dead like a 
promo. Da, 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 da. Oh, you shot them all at the desk, and it looks like a promo shot for a '90s medical yeah. legal drama. It does, doesn't <laughs> it? Yeah. And then you'll notice that the photograph of them is on that is 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 framed on the on the on the mantel as he just exactly. walks by it. So he comes in to see this, and then he sees the photo on the again. That wasn't scripted either. That was just a you know. They did that. That, that was again. That's, that's Art of Armor gets to have some fun. All those pictures on the wall weren't scripted as such. I don't believe. Uh, you know, it's 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 great. It's like again, I keep likening this process of making the show to a jazz improv. You know, it's like we lay down a melody, we lay down some chord changes, and everybody just riffs. You know, <laughs> and when they're all on the same page, it's like oh, it's you know. Uh, bring it back. As wants to know, was there any scenes? Were there any scenes that you wrote in the script that you really wanted in the episode but were cut? Um, I think pretty much the scenes got shortened. And there were one or two little scenes that I think got lost for time, but no, I don't. There's nothing where there's it, there's nothing where I go, oh yeah, I, I wish you guys could have seen the scene where. Um, so yeah, I, they, they, and again because we ran long, it was I was. Uh, this is the scene with the dog. Happy with Sorry. It. The, the dog scene. Yep, here's our doggy scene. You know, panning down. It's the exact same dog, mm -hmm. and the guy mm -hmm. play Jackie mm -hmm. Cooper plays a cop. And he's unnervingly odd, and I'm like, I wonder whether Jackie cool, really? saw Far Farscape and mm -hmm. liked it, or uh, mm -hmm. that's so cool. Mm -hmm. I mean, and again, this is a director and a, a cameraman, so we're doing cool things. Grace, uh, you know, Lonnie turns out the lights as he leaves, which is kind of a funny but silly touch. But now look what it does for the lighting in the room, because we're now going to play a scene that shouldn't be as brightly lit as a hospital room. And yeah, so here's our here's our 19 page exposition, explain the plot scene, blah 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 blah. Amazing. <laughs> amazing. Uh huh. Yeah, from there's here to here. Yeah. Oh, you want to talk about things that were cut? And I might as well get this because we won't get to see it. There was a tag written for this episode. Two of them actually. I wrote two tags. The first one sucked. I threw it, and everybody said that first tag sucks. And I says, yes, it does. And I threw it away, and I wrote a second tag. And the tag is basically a scene at the end of the episode. Sometimes it comes after a commercial break and right before the end credits in the old days uh, to get you to come back from the commercial, you know, oh, we got one, don't go away. We've got one more scene to show you. And they would show you some little wrap up scene. Usually in a drama tag is just a little, you know, it's it's the, everybody gets together and hugs and everybody talks about what they've learned or everybody, you know, or every or you wrap up some of the loose ends for the episode. But Perry, how did you know that so-and-so blah, 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 well, blah, blah, blah. Um, and this episode had two different tags with John back on Moya, back on the ship. Everything's back to normal, or more or less back to normal. Oh yeah, those are the shots that the BBC cut for some reason. Uh, so yeah, there was a scene of you know John's back on, on the boat and everything is sort of seemingly back to normal. I believe we shot it. I think we shot it, and it just didn't work. And you know, Rowan said, "Can we lose this?" And I said, "Yeah, you know what? It's you know, it's not the actor's fault." This you know this thing really didn't want a tag, so the you'll see the actual tag that this episode has is a pickup of the scene that preceded it continues. We you know we we resolve the episode's villain in a colorful way, and then we come back after the commercial for a little wrap up with with Scorpion Crichton. And if you watch that scene carefully, you'll notice that there's a part where you don't see Scorpius, but you hear him say. There's an exit on your left, which will no doubt take you back to the surface of this commerce planet. Just to be, and that was just to cover the base of, well, what happens now? <laughs> you know, does he ever get out? How does he get back to the boat? Because we're not going to see him back on the boat, so we better cover that base in, uh, in some way, shape, or form. 
Oddly no, enough, that, that, that makes this the only episode of 88 episodes where we're never on Moya. It's Jesse, it's Jesse Flemons who plays the cop. So oh, okay. that's who I was referring to, guys, before. So check it out. Jesse Flemons in Game Night. I'm telling you right now, they've been inspired by your work, Ricky. Oh. <laughs> sorry, sorry to, to, to interrupt. I was like, I, I'm, this is obs I'm getting obsessed by this now. It's nice when that happens. Wow. Yep, and there's the heat. We paid the heat off. Set it up, pay it off, you know. Deep to heat. Oh, look at those teeth. Huh. And remember there was this, uh, uh, for the longest time, where we were trying to figure out, what was he eating? Licorice to make Yeah, I think he was eating tongue? licorice to, to blacken his tongue in his mouth. Yeah, because yeah, in the early days, they did the same with my tongue, but they gave me... Um, you know black food dye and then it started dying all the teeth and they're like oh no no no, this isn't working so it was so cool that's how that's that's how uh, involved everyone was like it, you know it, mm -hmm. from the makeup department to the writers to the you know actors to the crew to every part of it the every part of the family that how can we make this better how can we make this more alien mm -hmm. how can we it was very there's there's your pulse mm -hmm. pistol yeah there's our pulse pistol yeah and now here's here's again the writer being sneaky I'm telling you the entire plot, and I'm telling you how to get out of this. But if I tell you everything, there's not going to be any suspense in the fourth act. So I'm going to have him leave before he gives him the crucial piece of information. <laughs> what like to a do dream. about this? I'm giving you the pieces. Oh, I got to go now. You know, and there's a line you know, again. I added the line in there about you know the temperature's rising. I have to go to explain it. Uh, but yeah, but that's the writer saying, "Well, I'm going to tell you enough, but not everything, because I still want I still want you to be going. Okay, well that's great, but." What am I supposed to do, Harvey? You didn't tell me the crucial part. Oh, fish you know, eye lens. Yeah. Nice fish yeah, eye this lens. Part, this part's worth sharing again because there you <laughs> Ben is actually That's shooting this. He's got the camera on his chest. He is running <laughs> the camera in these scenes because there's nowhere to, there was no way to get the shot from that angle, you know? <gasps> Hello. Oh, my goodness. Rodeo torture, Gee, Rodeo. Rodeo. And then there's a bridegroom that comes with his little... Bondage uh, mask. Oh my gosh. Yeah, this one gave people nightmares too. Yeah. I'm not surprised. <laughs> like even the costumes and stuff. This is how. Foolish. So that they they made all these costumes just for that one moment. You know what I mean? Like I never uh -huh. wore that little dress uh -huh. again. So oh, not, never wear one. Not once. Not once. Not once. <laughs> not a, I would take it like off for a to. date or something like that. <laughs> for a hot date. Oh, I don't know if this is going to work because of the because of the camera here. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. No, it doesn't work. Oh, that's quite cool. Oh, what anyway, is it? I have to turn the background up to show you. There's a sign when we come back to the hospital, you saw Mama Ward above the door. Oh, um, is, is, have you got it? No, I don't. I have the first sign they made, which was. I'd have to turn that. Eh, it's not going to work with it. Manning. Manning. They said the Richard Manning Ward. That's and that's the first the... version of it. That's the first person, the version of it they made. And. They ran it past me, and I said, yeah, guys, I'm flattered, and thank you very much. But you know what? I think it's a little too in groovy, so let's, let's go with something else. And so, But I kept the sign, so. <laughs> and there's the, there's the ruby slippers. There's the ruby slippers. Yeah, there, there were 95 Oz references already in the script, and Ben added about 95 more because, you know, hey, that's what it's. Oh, I love this. So good. Lani's work yeah. is just so good in this. Uh -huh. Doge. <laughs> Now we're moving because yeah, now it's 
having delivered having delivered all the crucial plot elements, I have to now vamp through Act Four to build us up to the big confrontation. So now it's my chance to just just go absolutely crazy and uh, 3 a.m. two pots of French press coffee, and uh, the brain is just going to weird places. It's so cool, Anthony. Mm. It's just this is how mm. Anthony really acted on set most of the time, didn't he? Ricky? Pretty, this is... pretty much. Yeah, this was not a lot of method acting for Anthony here. No, <laughs> this is just how he yeah. acts. And he didn't have to stretch much here. You know? it's... No, this <laughs> it's is just was... him being him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, and... week, it was almost a week off for Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then okay. Uh... Oh, here's here's another scene that exploded brains. Oh, oh I got to oh, I got to show that one too. They can come after me if they want. That's oh. all right. It's also just so good. And again, if you're building up the pressure, you got to keep building. So, you know, it had to be more than just being here. It had to get disturbing. That's, that's part of the point. It's got to be, you know, it, it, ne it needs to hit him in you know, places he doesn't want to get hit. And again, they got it. Oh, and now we're in the disco. Things are heating up. Okay. Things are vamping up. Okay. Back in the bar, of course. We haven't, you know, just the one uh, set. Again, let's let's get the use out of that set. Okay. The Grand Nudic says, I find it disturbing that you can successful, successfully find bondage gear for Rigel. Australia sounds like a fun place. <laughs> Well, I don't think they—they well, they, they don't think they built it quite from scratch. No, I think they had—I think they did find some bits to work with. Oh, this scene here. The, okay, the uh, reveal of Aaron here is on the bloody shirt again. So good. So good. This is just so wonderfully shot. The lighting and all, and her and her expressions. Rowan Rowan loves slow mo. If there's slow mo in a in a fart episode, it's a, generally a clue that it might be a Rowan episode. He loves to repeat stuff too, like that. Oh, okay. Uh huh. I love she kicks his. Just don't touch my foot. Yes, you piece of dirt. It's so good. Uh, you piece of dirt. <laughs> piece of, you piece of dirt. Uh, we're, we're still keeping the dominatrix theme going here, aren't we? Yeah. And of course, this being Farscape, we think this is the reveal. No, this. No. Uh, no, no, no. We're, we got one. Like an open. onion. Yeah, it's <laughs> like an onion. Okay, yeah. We're not going to make It's not going to be that easy, you know? It's so good because for a yeah. second you're like, oh, thank God. Well, you so want it to. That's, and that's yes. the thing. You want it to be true. You want Aaron to come in and save his bacon. You really do. You know? it's, it's so. Yeah, I'm, I'm writing the scene and I'm cheering for Aaron, even though I know that's, it's going to turn out to be wrong. Oh, and of course, probably the most one of the most famous shots in the series here. Um, tell me now. Oh yeah, and then she does a little thing. Uh huh. Talk about surprises and dailies. You're about to see the biggest right? one of the biggest surprises and dailies I ever got. <laughs> oh my god people actually ask was that cg no that was not cg that was that's amazing i'm <laughs> like how does one do that with one's tongue uh, <laughs> I, 
I never worked up the courage to ask, but uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, it's just it's just so good. Okay, and again, I, the sound design here. This is in the editing right here. It's amazing. Oh. And again, that was totally creation of the editors and 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 uh, Rowan and stuff like that. Wasn't scripted, you know. It was just uh, that's that's a case of yeah. How do, how do we make that transition really cool? Oh, fun fact on this: they were still working on the Scarns when we got oh. to when we got to this episode. And uh, I said I need a Scarn at the end of this, and they said, well, does he have to talk? Because we're still working the mouth servos. We're still not happy with them after looking for instance. We're still working on that. And uh, we'd rather he didn't say very much. And I said, well, okay. Uh, so, as yeah, scripted, in the original script, the scar only says one word, and it's coming right up here. Because oh, they can give me that one on camera. You get one word. <laughs> Dead. That's it, you know? But then we put That's the cut... But then you put the cut together, and it doesn't work. There's a lot of... We're spending 30 seconds on the scar and like... So I just went and wrote a whole bunch of dialogue. Uh, and Thomas Holsgrove, who played the Scar and actually got to do the voiceover for his, you know, which you never, generally didn't ever hear Thomas. You just saw him. But he got to do voiceover. And I think the voice is terrific. It's a terrific Scar and voice. But I wrote a whole bunch of stuff here that none of it's important, but it just felt like it needed that so that it's not, you're not wondering why, energy, is the, why is the yeah. Scar turning his back on this guy for half an hour and uh, not, you know, so, uh, you know, and fortunately, there's, most of this was dark enough that, and the scar had his back to us enough that I could write a whole bunch of stuff and you didn't notice that he wasn't actually saying it. So here we are, and here we are about to not put any brains on the wall. <laughs> People wanted to know what dailies are as well, Ricky. Oh, dailies are the, uh, whoa. Oh, I guess, I gotta, that's, that is CG. That is really good CG, by the way. We that's did not fantastic. actually, yeah. Boom, and then he does the fall. Yeah, we didn't actually take the head off and the arm off. Uh, uh, every day when they shoot, you know, the, the day shooting uh, is then put on a put on a reel, and that's called the dailies. So it's you every day you watch dailies, which is basically you're watching everything that was shot on the previous day. Uh, so the dailies are the rough stuff with all the slates and all the outtake, not all the outtakes, but you know. Uh, so you can see the scene from three different, four different angles, whatever they shot it, and you get to see all the pieces, all the components of it. So everyone's liking the, loving the explosion mm -hmm. and the lighting in the, the lighting with the in the disco scene. Everyone's going on about. Uh -huh. Oh yeah, oh, it's just uh, you know. Saturday night, Saturday Night Fever references. Mm -hmm. Uh, Metal Dog six six four says when Dargo says, "Do you want me to tongue you in a different episode?" <laughs> they always think of that moment. That's uh -huh. <laughs> what was the inspiration think... on des designing the Scarens? They look like Clive Barker worked on them. That's that you'd have to ask Creature Shop. I mean, it's brilliant because you know, they, you know basically the person in that suit is looking out the neck. There's tiny slits in the neck where they're looking out because the, all that stuff on the top is a big animatronic head, remote controlled. So, you know, the idea that they could do that at all is just uh, amazing. Uh, Good Dave Elsie. Dave Elsie had a. Uh, oh, I got to run the credits here. 
always it always feels yeah russell bacon this was russell bacon yeah i have to salute the people in the credits i can't i can't just cut credits off i'm sorry guys bear with me for another 30 seconds yeah thomas holsgrove as the scarron and didn't we have duncan come in for scarrons as well he played Duncan Stalik. Play, yeah, he played Stalik. He played when for the later Scarens, you know. It was when, really we start, hard. when we started to have more than one. You know? It's really hard to meet to to work in those Scaren outfits because they look so evil and so scary. But quite often you'd see them bumping into walls and tripping over things because it's a, oh yeah, well you know, with all the robotics going on and everything as well. It was very well yeah. Well, and you remember well you remember Namtar from uh, from that season one episode. You know the, the, the... with the legs. The legs it's like yeah it's, it's, this guy's basically walking on stilts uh with all this nonsense all this crap on his head and all that stuff it's like how do these people even just stand up much less move and make it make it convincing it's just uh, it's just amazing it's amazing yeah this show's impossible you know that and and two animatronic and very expensive animatronic puppets take five talented puppeteers to work uh and and all these sets and special effects and pyrotechnics and all that stuff it, it, it was impossible to make this show so but somehow, somehow they made it. We did it. You know, we did it. You know. So that's uh, that's the episode. It was a whole lot of fun. Any, any lingering questions? I'm happy to answer. Uh, everyone wants to. So on Saturday, uh, Ricky, we go into Discord, and they all want you to come into Discord. Do you have a? Can we? Can, do you have a Discord account? I don't think I have a Discord account. Well, now you have to get one. Okay. <laughs> They're all saying, "Can he join us in Discord? Can he join us in Discord?" Okay. So. Uh, if if you're a subscriber, every Saturday uh, after the, the we wrap up the week, uh, on the bottom of your dashboard here, underneath the screen, you'll see a Discord button, and it will lead you over to Discord, and we chat uh, for the subscribers in a room called Freljer for about an hour. Okay. Uh, so we'll all be heading over there. So do you, do you, you can sign up, can't you, Ricky? I think. Yeah, I they they want to hear more from you. They're not unless, content with this. Unless they want money <laughs> or something, but yeah, sure, happy to do that. So. No, it's all it's all free and easy. It's just a, another platform of fun. Okay. Um, well, are, well, are you going to sing at them? I mean, sing to them for a moment? Or... Well, because we because we've run a bit over, I might yeah. lead them okay, to yeah, um yeah I might Discord. yeah we might cruise into Discord and then um uh and then uh, we'll we'll meet you in there, Ricky. Right. If, if if you're up for it, that would be all fantastic. Right. Okay. And, um, but lots of love, guys. Thank you, Ricky, for coming to beautiful uh, Twitch. Thanks, Very thanks last minute. Thanks for sitting through all that stuff. And yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a fun app. I gotta tell you. you know? um, well, we want you now on all your apps. What's your next? What's your next episode? Oh, uh, two fourteen. I, uh, I have to sit and I work it out. Uh, Lions Den, I guess. Into the Lions Den. What episode's that one? Two twenty. Okay. All right. Lock it in. Lock it in. You're coming Whatever back for that one, yeah. please. Okay. It's the first yes. part of the two-parter where, where they go on the command carrier and blah, blah, blah. And stuff happens. And, uh, and some stuff happens, you know, some happens. dread yeah, goes down. And, and once again, I think I got the first part and Manjo got the second part. Or maybe, no, I think Rock got the second part. Rock had the second part where he got to blow shit up. Uh, yes. like, you know, I had the first part with the jetpacks and all that stuff. So, all right. Uh, I all hope right, to see well, you all in Discord shortly. And if I don't, thank you all for coming. We'll see you all in Discord, uh, subscribers. And also... Uh, on Tuesday, because um, I had to uh, work this Tuesday, um, we're going to do a double session with Jake. So we'll start at five o'clock, but we'll go for two hours instead of our usual one hour. And um, we've got Rod Roddenberry joining us on Thursday as our next guest. So share share the news. But uh, have a beautiful uh, weekend. Happy Father's Day and stay safe. Lots and lots of love.
Bye. Bye. I'll, I'll show you guys all Ricky's website um, right now so you can see uh, the meeting has ended for that. Let's have a look at Ricky's website. Uh, it's frunium. frunium.com and you're all asking, okay, so this is Ricky's website, frunium.com. So everyone can uh, check out, out his class. It sounds amazing. And uh, the link, let's have a look. Writer's classes, is this where you guys found it? I think. Uh, here, is this, is this the link here? Where is the linky poos? Writing classes, so it has all the information here. Here you go. I believe this might be the link. Oh, oh, I've already joined the writing class. Wait a sec. Let me cut and paste it for you. I think there might be an extra dot on the end that you guys have to remove. Let's see. Cool. <laughs> there you go. That looks like that. That's the link for uh, the writers class. So check it out, it sounds amazing. It's very rare that you get to work with someone so extraordinary, magnificent, sensational, an absolute legend in the film and television industry. Uh, so, oh, also before we go, I wanted to let you know, we've got a Zoom chat uh, on Tuesday at three o'clock before our two hour session. Come and hang out with me, I get to see your sweet, sweet faces. I've been in lockdown for a long time now and I like seeing, I love seeing humans. So come and hang out with me, okay? Um, this is the link to Zoom right there. Early bird tickets are 20 bucks and it's lots of fun. We hang out for an hour. Um, and what else did I want to show you? I was going to sing your song, but I guess we'll, 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 we'll wrap it up and head over to Discord because we're a bit over our time. Love you guys. Thank you so much for coming. Come and play on Zoom with me. And I'll leave you with... Here's my website. Whoop, that's not right. Okay. Oh, also, there's a cool little film that I did called Hashtag. And you can watch it on Dust. If you're a newcomer, please like and share it if you dig it. If you've had fun today, please let people know because we're one big awesome family and we're all in this together. Uh, do 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 Here's my website uh, and on here I have a shop where you can pick up lots of treats, uh, autograph and personalized photos that I can send to you. Uh, we're just heading back up here like a sunshine. Um, all right, I'll play you the hashtag teaser and subscribers. I will see you in Discord in Uno Momento. Uh, yeah, lots of love, guys, and uh, have a beautiful, beautiful Father's Day. Bye. Welcome to your new celebrity franchise. Open the door to the rest of your life. Four, three, two, one, ready, go. Oh, I'm gonna level over you. X, what is your status? If you want to be successful, love what you're doing. Submit. 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 Product flash. No, you are the best friends. <laughs>
You're bringing social media to the next level. Be famous. I wish I was you. The ultimate influencer. The ultimate celebrity. The ultimate you. You will have all the friends you've been dreaming of. Make their choices for them. You have opened the door to the rest of your life. Fame, fame, fame is just a heartbeat 